Hello, hello, my name is Holly and welcome to the Guilt-Free Podcast, a place where you can come and get your life together guilt-free. So I have been doing a lot of introspection lately and I've thought a lot about how I've been spending my time. Now, I really enjoy spending time with other people, but I also really enjoy spending time alone. So getting that balance right can be really difficult. It can be especially hard when there's some people that you'd really rather avoid, but it's just not an option. (laughs) So that inspired today's episode. I really wanted to talk to you about the beauty of boundaries and how I really suck at them. So let's jump right in, I suppose. Um, We'll start off by maybe touching on what the fuck is a boundary. (laughs) So this is, I suppose, a term that I feel has become a little bit more popularized thanks to Gen Z. But... Um, boundaries are essentially a set of rules that we set for ourselves and our relationships with other people. Now you can have boundaries in other ways like maybe like boundaries with technology like your phone um, or you know just sort of I suppose different aspects like boundaries like physical boundaries and things like this but I'm going to be focusing more on social boundaries especially because I feel like now is a good time to maybe start laying some good boundaries ahead of the holiday season. If you know, you know. (laughs) But um, boundaries are essentially how, you know, we let somebody speak to us, how we let someone treat us, who gets our time, our energy, and then of course how much of that they get from us. So it's pretty important. And for the most part, you will have boundaries without even thinking about it, like without any sort of conscious effort going into them, that it could look like maybe, you know, you you don't like it when somebody's talking about a certain thing. You won't think twice to stand up and say, hey, no, rein it in. <laughs> We're not talking about that. Or don't talk to me like that or whatever. But sometimes we have other areas where we're like, yeah, man, I'm such a doormat. (laughs) People are really just walking over me with this one. And that's maybe somewhere that we need to focus on a little bit. So someone with healthy boundaries is typically comfortable with saying no when they need to. But at the same time, they're also very capable of having intimate and close relationships with other people. So there's that um, real balance of knowing uh, what feels right, knowing, recognizing that moment where you can say no to something or somebody that's just not, it's just not your vibe. (laughs) Or you can become close with somebody and feel safe to do so and know that it isn't um, oversharing. So I think something that I always love about uh, when I talk about boundaries is whenever I mention Homer and I'm not talking about the Greek writer, I am talking about Simpson. (laughs) So 
Homer Simpson famously said, uh, alcohol is the cause and solution to all of life's problems. And while that's probably a little bit controversial in its own right, I feel like it fits really nicely when it comes to boundaries. So, you know, you can twist it and you can say boundaries, the cause and solution to all of life's problems. And I think that's really, really true because if you have good boundaries in your life, you have less stress, which then reduces your risk of burnout. You form better relationships with more genuine and authentic connections. And you can also set clear expectations of other people and also for yourself. But on the flip side of that, if you have bad boundaries, you typically tend to be more passive or more of a people pleaser. You definitely don't speak up for your needs and you are more inclined to overshare. Now, I have definitely been in that second category and probably a lot more often than I would like. And I know that's it can be quite a, a controversial thing, I suppose, to uh, proclaim, especially whenever that is what my business is around. It's about helping women with their lifestyle and mindset changes, and a part of that is boundaries. But I think what's great about it is because I'm so close to the action, <laughs> I can really give a true account of the difficulties that come along with setting boundaries, maintaining boundaries, the repercussions of boundaries and, and kind of all that good stuff. So I hope I can maybe kind of touch on that a little bit more today. But like I said, it's definitely a work in progress for me in some areas of my life, particularly when it comes to certain people. Now, something that probably will spring up for a lot of people, especially coming up to uh, Christmas time or Thanksgiving, if, if that's what you're celebrating first, maybe. And that can be family members and setting boundaries with them. Now, it can be particularly difficult <laughs> or a little bit uncomfortable, I should say, is because we grew up with these people, our family, right? We grew up with them and they taught us that they are the authority figures in our life and that we must do as we're told by them. And it's because they're trying to keep us safe. And that was fine as kids, you know, that was grand. But now it's like we're going against what we were taught and standing up to these people and using our voice and making ourselves heard in order to keep our safes, our safe, our, oh my God, ourselves safe. Wow, I just had like a real moment there. So <laughs> that is why um, it can feel difficult to do. And now, I mean, I get it. I've been there. I, I am there <laughs> most of the time whenever anything family related is involved. So for context, I am the eldest of quite a number of grandchildren. I have quite a big family on my mum's side. So whenever it would come to any sort of family gatherings, usually 
because of the amount of people, the tables were divided. There was the grown-up table and the kiddie table. And at 28, I will sit across from my four-year-old cousin at the kiddie table. Because, you know, I am still deemed as a kid in their eyes. <laughs> and you know what? It's fine, to be fair. I enjoy the, the crack with my, my younger cousins, for sure. Um, but at the same time, because that's how my family views me. They view me as the child still. They view me still as that um, kid in the family. It can be hard whenever I stand up for myself or I assert myself or I try to, um, you know, set boundaries with people. And a lot of the time that can maybe lead to a little bit of conflict or a little bit of tension. But at the same time, all I can really do is say my piece and how they choose to respond or react, it's entirely on them. I have no control over that. And that is probably one of the hardest learnings in being a people pleaser because I want to make sure everyone is okay all of the time. So if I'm about to do something that is going to make somebody okay or not okay, then that kind of goes against the grain for me. <laughs> so I want to kind of maybe overcompensate that or maybe minimize myself or like minimize the boundary I'm setting or, or whatever just to try and cushion or protect their feelings. Now, in saying that, I must make it abundantly clear that setting a boundary is not a bitch move right? It is not a dick move. It is not a shit thing to do. You're not being mean. You're not being horrible. You're not being hateful. You are literally saying, I don't like it when you do this thing. So please don't do that anymore. Right? It is, it, that is it. So quite often though, we don't actually learn where we need to set that boundary until something has happened and crossed that internal line for us. And that's why it's really important for us to have this awareness of our needs so that we can keep us in tune. And hopefully that way we don't have to go through that thing twice, right? So if we are having a conversation with somebody I think a really common one with this is maybe either your your appearance or your relationship status that's kind of like maybe the two most common um, boundaries I see people setting and if for example you're having a conversation with somebody and they they mention something about your appearance and it makes you feel yucky it makes you feel uncomfortable maybe you don't want to you know respond you don't want to answer their question you don't want to you don't want to engage in this part of the conversation but because you never realized this needed a boundary before you're kind of like you're kind of stuck you know you're kind of like oh god what do I do and you have that you have that moment you have that choice where you can change the subject if you want to or if you need to or you can respond if you want to or if you need to but you learn internally, you're like, oh, red flag, <laughs> need to work on that one. So it, it's, it's important that when you have actually spotted that potential boundary, 
that you maybe wait until you have the peace to think about it and think about what you would like to do about it. Mainly because a boundary isn't always clear to you, right? Now, in saying that, you might have that experience where somebody makes a, a comment about your, for your example, your appearance or, or your relationship status, and it is a straight up no, like shut this down. And you feel, you feel it, you and you just do it straight away, and you straight away say, no, excuse me, don't speak to me like that. Absolutely not. That's fine, go for it. If the, <laughs> if the boundary boils up in that moment, by all means, speak your truth. <laughs> Definitely do that thing. But quite often I find that you might need to sit on it and reflect on it maybe a little bit. And that can be beneficial because it allows you to kind of round out what you need from this boundary. And then when you're ready, you can talk to that person in a more neutral space, you know. And I find that very helpful, especially in work environments. You know, if you're experiencing maybe a little bit of conflict with a coworker or a little bit of difficulty with a manager and something has happened, you know, um, like for example, I had a, a time where in a meeting, you know, back when we were in the offices, <laughs> I was in a meeting with a group of people and somebody, my, um, like a superior to me kept kind of um, dressing me down a bit like he kept kind of running me down and kept kind of putting me down and I didn't appreciate it and it made me feel very uncomfortable but I knew it wasn't the moment it was the first time it had happened and I knew that was not the moment for me to uh, sort of talk to him about that so I waited until we'd finished the presentation and finished what we were doing and then Afterwards, I, I caught him and I had just said, hey, do you want to grab a, a quick coffee? I, I just kind of want to talk to you about what happened in that meeting. And I explained to him that I didn't appreciate his jokes. They weren't coming across how he had maybe intended them to. And that in future, he just keeps things professional with me while we're at work. And he was like, yeah, okay, cool, fine, ground. Um... But I did have an instance where I had to remind him of this and say, look, uh, you know, I, I know we spoke about this last time, but can we please just keep things professional? I really don't appreciate your jokes. I'm, I'm not really in with your sense of humor here. You know, if you don't mind, can we keep it just professional or I will need to speak to HR about this? So I had reiterated that boundary with him and I had explained a consequence if he overstepped and to be fair um we didn't have that you know we didn't have another run-in with that and we actually found a better groove um you know we found a a better groove for our uh mismatched sense of humors <laughs> so things kind of worked out quite nicely but by having that difficult kind of uncomfortable conversation it just helped clear the air and it just made things a whole lot smoother so I think why it feels so tough is because you are essentially advocating for your needs here and to do that you have to sort of you have to stand up to someone and I'm pretty sure the last time you probably ever had to do that was maybe 
as a kid, <laughs> maybe a kid at school and maybe someone was picking on you or leaving you out of a game or whatever it was and you had to go and stand up to that person. And that was intimidating as a child and it just really hasn't hasn't got any easier. <laughs> Let's be real. But standing up to somebody for your needs um, is part of what makes that boundary really uh, important but also uh, impactful. And I find the easiest way when it comes to making a boundary is first of all understand what it is that you don't um, want to happen again. And it's it's important to use more um, observing language rather than anything too accusatory. So if you were to simply say like uh, what you'd witnessed about that. So if you had said, for example, you could say, um, look, uh, at our last family gathering, you had made a comment about my weight, right? Nice and neutral. Literally, you just observed what had happened. You didn't say anything about it being a negative or a positive or anything like this. You just literally observed what had happened. And by keeping it neutral, it means that you're not going to like tick them off, right? You're not going to accuse them of something here. You're just keeping it neutral. And then you can explain what it is you don't like about that and what you want to happen next. So for example, if you would say, look, at our last family gathering, you had made a comment about my weight. I don't feel comfortable discussing my personal health in a public setting. So in future, could you avoid discussing that at the dinner table in front of everybody, right? So you're explaining to them what it is, um, you've made that observation, you're explaining why you didn't like what they did, like why it was um, overstepping, and then you are going to ask them to correct that so you know give them um an alternative it may just be that i would ask that you just don't bring up my health at all i don't feel comfortable discussing that with anybody outside of my gp you know fine grand whatever whatever it is that you need to do in that in that uh in that boundary now if they're happy enough, you know, nine times out of 10, they can say like, yeah, okay, cool. Sorry, really sorry about that. That's fine. Very rarely would you need to negotiate a boundary. But if you do come on, come in and you, you maybe set a consequence with that boundary. So for example, if you say to that person, you made a comment about my weight, I don't feel comfortable discussing my health in a public setting. In future, please don't mention it again or I won't come to any future family gatherings maybe they might come and say look you know let's let's talk about it and you have that back and forth now you need to obviously if if the person is being reasonable and it's not coming from like a point of manipulation maybe having that back and forth maybe they explain to you that they have a concern and that they didn't understand that you weren't as as uncomfortable and Ah, as comfortable in that environment as perhaps they were. 
So having that back and forth and maybe you agree to say, look, let's let's meet up. Let's meet up privately. We can talk about that then. I would love to share those, you know, share my, my problems with you or my whatever's with you. But I just don't feel comfortable talking about it as a topic at the dinner table. So once you've kind of clarified your boundary and, you know, any sort of consequence with them, if they overstep again, you can remind them of that boundary and enforce that consequence. Now, it might be a case of um, <laughs> that they think that it's a bit a bit strict and they, they kind of panic and they kind of backpedal a bit and try and save themselves a little. But they have the opportunity to come and talk to you about it. You have made it very clear to them that you're not comfortable discussing your health, discussing your relationship, whatever it is, and they have continued to do so. So you've decided to remove yourself from that situation or you've decided to speak to HR or you have decided to do something that is going to stop that action from happening again. Now they can come and they can talk to you and they will understand that you are serious about this because you have enforced that consequence and it may be then that once you have talked about it and you've explained to them look I was really serious when I told you that I don't want you to bring that up again and yet you did it and I told you if you if you mentioned it again I'm not coming to another family dinner so I'm not coming to another family dinner and if you're able to explain that and they understand and they understand you're serious about this and that it's important to you, it will help them learn and, and understand that this is this is important, this is serious. And they'll be more inclined to definitely think twice next time this shit happens. And if you want to resume back to your family dinners or whatever happened beforehand, go for it. If, and this is a, a, a rare occasion this can happen, but it can happen, but if by setting that consequence, it shows you their very true colours and maybe you never hear from them again, maybe they pull back, maybe they, I don't know, start a smear campaign amongst all your mutual friends or something. But if by setting that consequence, it shows you who that person really is, you have probably saved yourself from a very shitty relationship that could have blown up in at any point so don't feel like you've got to backpedal here and you've got to try and salvage things or whatever if you have drawn that line in the sand and they have crossed it you know you hold that consequence firmly in place and if they kick up about it they throw their toys out of the pram well then good do you know what all the better for setting that boundary because you now have learned that that person didn't really have your best interests in mind. There's no, no, uh, no real friendship there. <laughs> and that can be tough when it comes to families as well. You know, um, cutting out a family member can be really, really difficult. And it's definitely not a decision to take lightly. But at the same time, something that whenever people ask me about this, I often remind them of the the Shakespeare quote about blood being thicker than water and what's always interesting to me is people throw this quote around I, I always see it when when people start pushing back on boundaries and they, they start throwing that whole like 
oh, but we're family, you know, blood is thicker than water, kind of back in your face. And I remind people that what is actually interesting about that quote is the complete quote is the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. So that means that your um, friends, your chosen friends are obviously going to be a lot more substantial than the water of the womb, your family. So it's just something to consider. And if you make that very difficult decision to step back from a family member or a, or a situation around your family and you're doing that because of how it affects your health and how it affects your mind your body all of the whole lot of you all of you then you are doing it for the right decision and you do not need to justify that to anybody right you're 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 doing you <laughs> so i think a couple things to remember when it comes to boundaries is the first one being uh, no is a complete sentence. If you don't want to do something and you tell somebody no, that's enough. That's it, right? After that, you don't you don't need to give them a reason or an excuse or anything like that. You know, if, if somebody invites you somewhere and you don't want to go, you just say no thanks. And they say, are you sure? You say, yeah, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> because when you give them a problem to solve it's kind of it's going to put you in that awkward position where you're going to make an excuse twice right and what I mean by that is if somebody say you know maybe you've got a co-worker and you don't particularly you know you don't particularly like them you know it's fine at work but outside of work you wouldn't really you know hang about with them and they've invited you to go somewhere with them you know, go go out for a meal or go out to the cinema or something like this. And you tell them, oh, you know, I'd love to, but I just don't have a lift that night. I can't, I can't go. And then you've now given that person a problem. So they're going to now solve the problem of you not having a lift to the restaurant or to the cinema or whatever. And they'll say, oh, no, it's fine. I'll call you a taxi. I don't mind. I can pay for the taxi. I'll pay for your Uber you know, or, oh, I'll come and pick you up. It's totally fine. What time suits? Whereas if they had said, oh, hey, do you want to go and get a bite to eat tonight? You just say, oh, no, I can't. Thanks. That's it. You know, and if they're like, oh, are you sure? Are you, are you busy? But oh, yeah, I'm busy. Yeah, no, I can't. Thanks. That's it. It feels uncomfortable to begin with, but with practice, it does get a little bit easier. Um, I'm still practicing, so I do still find it difficult at times, so I can say that with all honesty. Um, but at the same time, don't be afraid to buy yourself a little bit of time by saying, do you mind if I get back to you on that? You know, it just, it's a bit of a buffer. You don't have to respond in that moment. Like, uh... I am quite precious about my time. You know, there's certain things that I like to do or that I need to do or people that I like to be around. And not always do I know off the top of my head what I am going to be doing at any given moment in the day. So I can say to somebody, oh, okay, yeah, no, that sounds interesting. Send me the details and uh, I'll get back to you later. Is that okay? They're literally not going to have any problem. And then... You know, if if you really, if at that point it's really settled in you and you're like, no, absolutely don't want to do that thing, 
that's fine. Just say to them, look, do you know what? I can't do that tonight. I can't do that tomorrow, whatever. I'm, no, I'm busy. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, but no, it's fine. But it, it buys you that little bit of um, time to maybe remove yourself from that very charged situation if you're like face to face with them or something. And then you can let them know later on. That's fine. Or the next day or whenever suits. Um, if you're feeling a little bit sassy, something I always find, and this is so controversial when I do it, but sometimes I find it really funny to hit somebody with a, did you mean to say that out loud? Or I'm surprised you feel comfortable asking that. And I, I get, I like to use this whenever people bring up my relationship and my future plans because I am engaged to a trans woman. So I get a lot of questions from, uh, I'd say a mix of well-meaning um, family and then maybe family friends. And they like to ask me questions about my wedding. Uh, and then they say things like, so which one's gonna be the bride and which one's gonna be the groom? Or maybe they'll ask me about, you know, am I going to have kids? How am I going to have kids? Who of us can have kids? You know, all that kind of stuff. And I just like to sit there quietly and I just kind of like wait till there's like a pause and I'll just say, wow, I'm really surprised you feel comfortable asking that. <laughs> and it always kind of second makes them second guess a little bit. But yeah, if you're feeling extra spicy extra sassy that's often a, a good one to maybe throw their way but yeah maybe um if you've been listening to this and someone in particular has sprung to mind maybe that's a good place to start with your boundary setting so you know maybe maybe you can put some uh, some of these to practice <laughs> a little bit especially in the run-up to the holiday season but yeah um, that is it for today's episode and as always my dms are always open if you have any questions or you would just like to talk but for now I shall chat to you in my next episode